Christopher Cogdell is a man of many talents. Chris works as an EMT, a trail running guide for Top Boat Adventures, serves as a course ambassador for Trans Rockies, and volunteers and works at trail and adventure races across the United States. And he does a lot more other things, too. I first connected with Chris for E-Clean Run Dirty Magazine as he took some pretty cool photos at the H9 trail races. We had an article in one of the issues about Chris is truly building something very special with Group Run Finder, and I am proud to share it with you. I take the opportunity in this podcast to discuss what Group Run Finder is, and even more so than that, what the trail community has meant to both Chris and myself. Since the day I was first introduced to Chris, I have found him to be inspired and inspiring. Chris is a generous human with so many skills and a big heart. We're fast friends. I hope you enjoy what I hope is the first of many conversations that we have with Chris on the Eat Clean Run Dirty podcast. His group run finder project is incredible and adds to our sport and our community in a really big way. Take a moment. Go right now. Go to www.grouprunfinder.com. That's grouprunfinder.com. And add your run and share it with your friends and your family. If you don't have a group run yourself, share it with the people who have group runs that you know. Tell your friends. This is going to be pretty huge. My name is Jessica Vandenbush, and I am the host of the Eat Clean Run Dirty podcast. Thank you. There must be an on button somewhere. Press the apple thing. Welcome to the E-Clean Run Dirty podcast. I wanted to ask you specifically, I mean, we're here to talk about Group Run Finder, but I wanted to ask you how you first got into trail running. Oh gosh. Well, first I want to say thanks for having me. Um, Super, super happy to be here. Uh, Wow. How did I first get into trail running? Um, It's a bit of a long story, but uh, the... uh, (laughs) The shortest version is, um, man, I had gone through a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty dark time in my life, and and um, came out of that having previously. I, I used to be uh, before that. I was, was super active. I was really big into climbing and mountain biking, and spent a lot of time outdoors. And um, you know, went went through this kind of kind of dark period. Came out of that was not a very healthy person, uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all, all that stuff. And just, uh, was, was looking for something to do to get healthy again. And I was living in Atlanta at the time. And, uh, there was a, it was a Kung Fu studio down the street from my house. And I thought, man, I could go. I was in, I was in a martial arts when I was a kid. My father was in the martial arts for a lot of his life. And, um, I was like, man, I could, I could join this Kung Fu studio and it's close enough. I can walk. And so I can, you know, I can drag myself back and forth to this place. And it, it sounds like something fun, you know, it was, it's, it seemed like a lot more fun than just going to the gym. 
Um, and I, I knew I needed to stay motivated. So I ended up joining this, this Kung Fu school. Uh, I was actually I trained there for about five years actually, but uh, there were a couple of guys there that were running after, after class every day. And I thought, man, you know, the Kung Fu was cool, but I like, that's what I really need. Like, you know, I really, you know, I'm trying to get into shape and I, like, I need to, I need to get, to get in with these guys. And so I begged and begged and begged for weeks and weeks and weeks. Cause th- these were all like, you know, black belts. They were the, they were the top guys in the school and, you know, I'm brand new and they were kind of like, leave us alone, you know, newbie. And I finally convinced them to let me join. And one of the guys I was running with was, was uh, pretty into OCR racing and dragged me out to a, uh, actually to a Tough Mudder event. And I got, I got kind of mixed up in the OCR world for a while and really, really enjoyed that. And that, you know, that was, that really became my entree into trail running. Um, I, I, OCR racing is super cool. Uh, I have still have some really good friends that are deeply, deeply involved in that sport. Um, I got, I get tired of crawling around and dumpsters full of ice water and getting shocked and all that kind of stuff. And so, so I took the, the only thing that I kind of could from that and that was the trail running part and, um, started, uh, entering some shorter trail run races and just really, it just really, it just really resonated with me. It, it got me back, back outside, back in the woods, you know? So, um, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. That's really cool. How did you end up leaving the Kung Fu school? Like, uh, did you end up like wanting to run more than go to class or like, how did that happen? No, the Kung Fu school actually closed. Um, she couldn't, she just couldn't keep it open. And, um, so she had, she had to shut the school down, um, master in, uh, and I mean, it was, it was an awesome school. She was a super amazing teacher. Um, it was like a family there. It really was. And it was, it was pretty heartbreaking to see it go. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. So I can't not say Chris that, um, our intro into trail running is wildly similar. Okay. And that, um, I was going to a dojo and studying judo and jujitsu and boxing and my, and my teacher, my sensei, um, was training to become like an official trainer, um, and get a certification. And part of that is, you know, he had these certain obstacles that we had to do part of class and he had to start running instead of jumping rope to warm up. And so each day we would go out, we'd run like a mile around the dojo and I just really kind of liked it. And, you know, I, I started doing it outside of class and, um, and then, you know, I became an instructor of it. We call it, um, martial fight and fitness. And, um, we kind of combined the different disciplines before I really knew what MMA fighting was and, um, started running more and more and signed up for my first trail race, which was a tough mutter. Um, nice. got really into that. I loved like running in the woods, but the obstacles were kind of, like, you know, like the gravel cutting up my legs and stuff like that under barbed wire. I was like, I could do without this. I don't need to prove I can do it. It's kind of dumb. And anyway, so that's kind of like how I got into trail running was through that. Um, and it would be like a beautiful day out and, you know, I wouldn't want to go inside to the dojo for class. And I started skipping class to go running instead. (laughs) That's why I asked about how you left. 
Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. So, you know, getting into trail running and things like that, um, you know, and going to the races, you start meeting people and stuff like that. I remember my first group run that I went to, and I was wondering if you could like share your experience, like, you know, when you started getting into that and running with these guys at the dojo, that's one thing, but do you remember going to your first like organized run full of running folks? Wow. So, you know, it's funny you say that I, I never really connected the, you know, running with the guys from the school as to group running, like, but it, it totally, that's totally what it was. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess, you know, that technically would be the first one. Um, I guess the first experience I had, I, I was, um, man, uh, it was still in Atlanta at the time. Um, I had someone in my life who was involved with, uh, planning charity runs like the, some of what's one of the big, one of the big fundraiser, like kind of group charity, charity events that happens every year. Um, and I just started, I just made that transition from, uh, you know, from running, running with the group for, from the school to, you know, out running on my own. And, and of course, famous last words, I was, you know, I'm just doing this to get in shape. I'm never going to enter a race. And, um, finally I entered a race. Uh, so she was heavily involved in planning this, this big event and, it's one of the event, one of these events where you have coaches that kind of mentor some of these teams. And I got, I got kind of connected with some of those people and some of those mentor, you know, mentoring runs really are group runs. Uh, and so I went to a couple of those and again, not really understanding that's what it was. Um, the first time I really, I guess, recognized kind of what a group run was. Uh, I was living out in, in Vegas. So I was, I was out there for a couple of years and the, the Vegas community has they, the, the running community there has a very strong, uh, they have a very strong group running community. Uh, so I got pretty involved with it there. Uh, that's how I got connected with a lot of, a lot of people there, a lot of running folks. Uh, and so that, that was, I think maybe the catalyst for all of the stuff uh, where I, you know, really understood the concept uh, and then, you know, came back, came back to the East coast and it's, it's definitely different. It's, it's slightly different scene here, but um, all of a sudden then I, you know, I, I recognized what, what kind of what was happening around me. I just did never seen it. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't really aware of it. So How'd you find these running groups? It was through that charity event or, or coming to the East coast. Like how'd you, how'd you find these groups? Um, mostly through, uh, there's, there's a few, uh, there's a few running stores here that, uh, one in particular that organizes some pretty, some pretty big group runs. Uh, actually there's, there's two, you know, I was, it was in Atlanta at the time. There's two, there's two big running stores in Atlanta that, that, uh, organized a lot of group runs got kind of involved with that and then you know there's a lot just a lot of my a lot of my running friends a lot of my you know my trail running friends um, they organize stuff there's a lot of there's some running clubs here in Georgia that organize some of these events and you know I I, I just kind of getting involved with those folks you know started noticing Oh wait, hey, there's all these people that are, you know, they're meeting at this park on Saturday morning to go for a you know, go for a run and sit in the parking lot and drink beer kind of thing. And 
Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. So um, we're getting to, you know, what I want to talk about what group run finder is, but I think that this is really important. And one of the reasons why when I first met you, Chris, I was so excited about what you were making is because what a group run was to me in my life. And, and it kind of changed everything. When I started running more on my own, um, I signed up for a 5k that I went and did. And, um, it was the color run. <laughs> the color run nice. was my first nice. race. And I remember getting all serious about it, you know, and, and cause I had never gone and done a race or anything like that before outside of like cross country or track in middle school, you know, <laughs> um, I didn't know what to expect. And I went and I put my bib like on my back and I thought that <laughs> if you stopped to like walk for a minute, I thought they disqualified you. Like they just like kicked you out. Like there's like referees or something and you're out of here, you know? And, and, and you know, I, I kind of got into running and you had those guys that you were running with from your Kung Fu school, but I was the only one at the dojo who wanted to go run for fun. Everybody else, it was like an assignment. It was a chore. Please let me back in. I, you know, I'm really here just to, to learn this discipline. And I kind of went off rogue on my own with running. <laughs> Right. And a couple of folks from the dojo actually um, kind of interventioned me to get outside <laughs> and go for a bike ride. And so in Cleveland area, there's the Cuyahoga Valley National Park, and it has a towpath through it, which is like a multi-purpose, like, you know, like trail, basically. And they coerced me um, to go for a bike ride through the park. And I remember coming across these guys and it was like in the morning, but during summer and there was this group of three men and they didn't have shirts on and like they were running together in like a triangle formation just through the forest. And they were not running on the path that was on. They like crossed us. And I was like, where, where did they go? Did you guys see them? Like, what are they doing? And, you know, even though I grew up, like hiking and all that stuff like that. Like it never occurred to me that you could run in the woods. You know, I don't know why, like it just never occurred to me anyway. So, you know, I started running on my own and then I was on Facebook and there were some running groups I found on Facebook and I joined them and they had weekly group runs, but I was always too scared to go like just by <laughs> myself. Cause you know, just like with that race, I, I was scared. Like I wouldn't be able to keep up or I'd get lost or, you know, I'd be a dork, which, you know, I, I am a dork, but um, I was so nervous anyway. So finally there was this group called Tuesday night group run and they call it, it's very creative. They call it TNGR Tuesday night group run. And they meet in the Cuyahoga Valley national park on Tuesdays at six 30 in different places. Anyway. So I'm happened to have the day off and, and I got the nerve up to go finally after just lurching in the background for a while on this Facebook group. And I decided to go just on my own, but I went earlier in the day and ran, they always post the route. And I ran the route that they said they were going to run earlier in the day to make sure I could, and that I wouldn't die or explode or whatever happens when you just can't do things, you know? <laughs> and so I went in the morning and I ran and then I like took a shower, got ready. And I went later on and met the group at night. And it was like, so nerve wracking. And I remember like walking up to this 
you just guess because it's at a trailhead. So it's like just a cluster of people talking and I don't know anybody. And I remember walking up and being like, hey, like, are you guys with the Tuesday night group? You know, <laughs> just a bunch <laughs> of people in like tights, you know, and they're like, yeah. And, and there was a couple of ladies there that I had met and they were so sweet to me. And I remember that, that with that group, at least every Tuesday, they have a different member of their group lead the run. And, you know, the person who was in charge of the group is named Mark Humphrey. And he gave like a little speech about this is where we're going to go. Turn left here. Don't turn right there. Whatever you do. And it's like a lollipop and let's have fun. And then he's like, afterwards, well, I'll go to, you know, this, this place and have a beer. and Let's do it. You know? And I went and, and these nice ladies uh, talked to me while we were running, you know, and, and the time went by so fast and I, I didn't even pay attention to how hard it was or not. And the rocks and the roots and the hills and we kind of ran the whole thing together and, and then it and had laughs. And then at the end went and had beer with these people. And, and honestly, Chris, my life changed forever that day, you know, and, and not only did it give me courage to show up and do things that were uncertain. Um, Cause you know, I just got over myself and went, but I met these people with this common interest and, at the end of the day, we're just kind of grown ups running through the woods and eating snacks, <laughs> you know, and I, I found other people who love the same thing I did. And it, like things kind of broke that day, you know, and, and then after that, I, you know, I, 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 I never missed a Tuesday for a real long time. And, and then I started going to the Thursday night run and then I found a Wednesday night run and, you know, the Saturday morning kids and, and, you know, like, uh, it just, it, it became kind of like church for me. Yeah. It was huge, yeah. you know? And so I, I, I can't say enough to people, especially who are new into running or new into trails, um, how just wonderful going to a group run or being part of a community is, you know, I kind it kind of felt like a tribe and the more you went and, and then if you didn't show up, um, you know, they, they messaged you like, where the, hell, you. Yeah. where the hell are you? You know, like we missed you tonight or whatever. It was, there's some accountability with it. Yeah. Um, it's just something real special. And so that's why Chris, when you told me that you were working on something called group run finder, um, I was super stoked because this, you know, could put people in touch with communities that are in their own backyard that they don't even know about or folks that are in new places and things like that. Um, could you, before I ask you to tell us about Group Run Finder, okay. do you have an, an experience going to your first, you know, like some group runs or, you know, what have they meant to you or, or you know, why is it, what role has it played in your life? Yeah, it's, I think it's very similar to the story you just told. For me, you know, running in general, especially the, the trail running community. I mean, it, and it really, it really is a, a community. It's, it's a family really in the, in the truest sense of the word for me. Um, that's been a huge part of my sort of experience in, in running um, is that community and the people that I've met along the way and just made some amazing, amazing friendships and met some amazing people. And uh, you know, I, I, that's kind of how, that's the context I see group runs in. and there, you know, there's some group runs out there that are more competitive and, you know, it's about the, it's more about the run and, and 
and those are fun sometimes too. Uh, but for me, it's really about, it's, it's a way to, um, you know, experience that community, right. Um, you know, I do a lot of training and, and stuff by myself out on the trails and the road. Uh, and that's, that's great, but you know, sometimes it's just nice to run with some other people. Uh, and you know, for me, that's what a group run is all about. It's not about getting out there and being the, being the fastest or any of that. It's about, it's about spending time with that community and, you know, hopefully seeing some, seeing some people, seeing some old friends on the trails, maybe meeting some new people, uh, you know, sitting in the, sitting in the parking lot at the trailhead and drinking some beers and, you know, um, it's, it's all about the community for me. Absolutely. So, um, what is group run finder? So group run finder is, a, it's, it's an app, um, that allows you to find group runs near you or in other locations. You can search really anywhere. Uh, right now we're just in the U S uh, the, the, you know, the big master plan is to be worldwide, but you can search for a group run, uh, any, anywhere, ultimately anywhere on the planet. Um, my original plan was to launch the mobile app last year, about this time, actually in March. And uh, that was right around the time that the COVID shelter in place started. We we're literally right. banned from running with other people. Basically. And, and basically every group run on the planet stopped overnight. Uh, and so I've kind of put the brakes on releasing the mobile app because it just didn't make sense at that point for, for a lot of reasons. Uh, we're about to, so we, we do have a website right now uh, where you can search. I've got, I've got mostly, mostly runs in, in, uh, in Georgia, in Colorado, and that's just out of complete selfishness because I sort of split my time between those two places and I know most of the runs and the running store owners and stuff like that. So we got all that stuff in. Um, planning to release the mobile app next month. Um, we took took advantage of the extra time to go back and make some adjustments to things, but um, that's essentially what it is. You know, the, the idea is, you know, it could be your, your own backyard. It could be you're traveling on business or you're, you know, you're, you're going somewhere new. Um, you open the mobile app, it knows where you're at and it shows you all of the, the runs that are close to you. And then we track a lot of data points that you won't see places like Facebook or on, you know, running store websites or running club websites. So, you know, things like gain, difficulty, pace, um, you know, is this a, a dog friendly? Is it child friendly? Is it drop? Is it no drop? Is it ladies only? That kind of stuff. So we're trying to, we're trying to track some extra, some extra things that people might find important to search on. I think it's cool that they'd be all in the same place too, because it seems folks in different parts of the country or in different groups organize in different ways. And I found group runs on Facebook, but you have to know the name of the group to be able to find it. Or I found them at running store websites, but sometimes like the run's not happening anymore. So it's not, you know, like it's on there, but they really don't do it. Uh, people actually still use meetup.com for stuff. Yep. Yep. And there's just all different things. So it's, I'm excited to have it all in one place and to have that different kind of information to go into it. Um, sure. Yeah. And my, and my goal is not to necessarily replace all of those other channels, but I would like to be sort of the, the kind of the, 
you know, the system of truth for all of that. So, you know, you, you put all of your data into, into our, into our database, which is totally, totally free. Um, and then you can push that out to Facebook. You can push that out to Meetup. You can push it out to your, you know, your, your running club website or your store website. Um, and you know, the, the data that is appropriate for those places goes out to those places. Um, you know, because some people still, you know, they, they, they've got pretty established, um, audiences on you know, places like Facebook, but, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the pain points I've had. I, I, I travel quite a bit during the year and traveling. It's really difficult if I'm in a, a new place and this is partly the, the genesis of this whole idea. Uh, it's tough to find those. I mean, especially on Facebook, if I don't know what the running club is or the group or the store, uh, sometimes it's tough to find that stuff. So. Absolutely. So I think too, one of the things of it, you know, thinking of group runs and COVID, like you said, when you were first going to launch this, basically every group run was canceled all at the same time. Um, Mm -hmm. It's almost like you've jinxed it, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much story of my life. Pretty much. So one of the things, you know, getting back into stuff, looking at this year, people are getting vaccinated. Families are starting to travel a little bit. And people are doing outside things first, I think, you know, before everybody piles into a movie theater or goes to a big concert, or at least hopefully we're (laughs) easing back into it and easing back into races, you know, um, throughout the winter, some races were happening. Some still aren't spring races are moving to fall and a couple smaller ones are happening. And I think that, you know, for people listening, I think a group run is it like a really fantastic way to ease back into like social situations because you're outside and it's exercise and it's naturally socially distanced. Like you're not trying to run on top of people right. and you know, like it, I think it's a, a great kind of way back into what, whatever version of normal stuff you're, you're going to do um, which might be completely different than what you did before. But I think it's a really good opportunity to get out there and see people. I have friends that literally haven't even left their house to go grocery shopping and like, yeah. they need to see some people <laughs> like get out, get outside. And this is a cool way to, especially like if during COVID you've moved or you know, maybe you lost track or touch with other people. And, and actually a lot of folks too are new at running, right? There's right. a lot of people who right. during COVID, they like, you know, they used to run in college and now it's 20 years later or that whole, to get into shape you hear all the time. Right. Seen and, a lot of, a lot of new people out on the trails here for sure. Yeah. So this would be a cool way, you know, for them to use this app to connect with other like-minded folks, I think. Um, I don't know what, what do you, you know, what kind of, uh, have you seen, I know Chris, you volunteer and and work at a lot of different trail races and, um, things like that, you know, what kind of comfort level and response have you seen with people getting back outside with COVID and things like that? What's your experience been? Uh, it's, it's kind of all over the place. You know, I think there's a lot of people that are still, um, understandably very apprehensive about going to a race or going to a group run or getting, you know, even in the out, you know, out of doors, getting in these big groups. Um, It's funny. One of, so last year when all this kind of transpired, I had a lot of the, uh, the run organizers who have, you know, have their runs listed on the, you know, listed on the website. 
reached out and said, Hey, you know, we're, our, our run is we've, we've put our run on hold. Um, and then over, over time they reached back out and said, Hey, you know, we're back in business, but we're requiring masks or, you know, we're, we're socially distancing the group. And so we actually added that as a feature to the, to the website. So those, Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. So those, so, you know, people could flag their run as either, Hey, it's on hold due to COVID or yeah, you're welcome to show up, but a mask is required. So, so we added that. Um, and so, you know, I, I, that kind of tells me people are, people are easing back into it, but you know, I'll be honest, um, you know, working, working in the race world and, and volunteering and uh, working some pretty big events over the past few months. Uh, people are, people are, they're, they're, they're looking, they're, they're, they're really excited and they're really anxious to get back out there. Um, you know, we've had some races, I'm here, I'm here in Georgia right now. And we've, we've had some races here that have traditionally been smaller races that have just exploded this year and, and end of last year, because there's just not a lot going on. Um, and so I've, I've seen a lot of, you know, a lot of interest in, in people getting back out, you know, in the way, the way those events are handled with, you know, with COVID precautions stuff, it, it varies big, you know, big time. Some people, don't seem all that concerned and some people are very concerned. So that's really good. And something too, um, for those listening to the show who have been running for a while and, you know, have been active in the community and you know, trails and stuff like that. Something I noticed, and I don't, I don't know, Chris, if you've had a similar experience, but before COVID when there were races and group runs and everybody was doing stuff, um, you know, I was really engaged and involved and would get out to a couple runs a week. And, you know, when I could, I'd run with friends and things like that. And, and it was fantastic. And then I found, I guess I didn't realize how much I needed people. And, yeah. you know, all the races were canceled. Group runs were really discouraged. And, um, you know, a lot of my friends were really cautious for their own reasons. And, and I was always running alone and I went from running alone to not even running sometimes. And it got really hard for me yeah. to, um, something happened where I got in a, a, in a kind of a bad spot and optimism escaped me <laughs> and things just seemed kind of bleak. And then it, it became winter. And so I would go to work in the morning and it's dark. I'd come home and it's dark. And am I really yeah. going to go do hill repeats by myself at night? Nope. <laughs> you know, like it was so depressing. And partially due to the fact that I was moving and because group runs slowly started happening again, right. um, you know, I, I kind of went out of my way to make sure that I went to this group run, the Crooked River Trail Runners right before I left. Ohio. And Chris, I hadn't realized how much I missed humans and like just that community. And it didn't even matter like who's my friend, who, who's a stranger. I mean, there's not really any strangers in trail running. They're just people whose names you don't know yet, but yeah, right. <laughs> um, like it, it was almost like, like opening up the windows and letting the light in. Um, it was huge. Like I had not realized how far gone I was 
throughout the winter and with COVID and with everything canceled, um, it, it kind of took its toll on me and to get out there again and run with folks, even folks I didn't even know, it, it felt like family. It felt like going home. And so, you know, I, I was going to ask if you, you've had any, you know, throughout everything being closed, have you been out running with other people and, and you know, kind of what your experience has been, but also at the same time, like I want to share it because I have a feeling that there's people listening to the show that no group runs are cool, but they still don't get their ass out and to go to them. <laughs> and I think right. it would be good for a lot of us. Um, you know, how, how is, you know, how's running, do you run alone? Like, and you know, how, how's that art kind of been for you? Yeah. Well, uh, similar experience. I mean, I, I, so I'm here on the East coast now. I normally I'm here kind of during the winter and then I'm out West the rest of the year. I came back to the East coast last year. It's January, February, uh, well, actually a little earlier than that. I came, came back in December. Um, I have some family that they live in uh, coastal South Carolina. And so I went and spent some time with them. I hadn't seen them in a while. And I came back here to uh, up to I'm in the North Georgia mountains. And the plan was, you know, I was, was going to be here for a few months. There's some pretty big, uh, some pretty big races here that I either volunteer at or, 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 or run every year. And my plan was to hit those races, see some friends, and then head back to the West Coast. That didn't happen because of COVID. Um, I also got back. Uh, my my parents had been taking care of my dog, and my dog was really sick, and so I had to deal with that. And and so I ended up spending the entire year uh, here in Georgia, which is is pretty unusual, or has been unusual. Or, or is unusual. It's not something I've done in the past few years. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm pretty, I mean, honestly, I'm pretty isolated where I, where I, where I stay here. Um, there's a huge running community here in Georgia. Uh, but there's just not a lot of people that live where I'm at. And yeah, so I spent a lot of time running alone and that's not unusual for me. But the the ability to you know go to even you know a, whether it's a formal group run or just you know some friends meeting for a, for a long run on the weekend, like it just kind of evaporated overnight with with COVID in particular, um, and it was it was really hard for me to get motivated to to just to, to your point you know you wake up it's dark you could you know you get home it's dark it's just really hard it was really hard for me. So I kind of went through the same thing. Uh, fortunately, in the past few months, as people, you know, things have relaxed, people have gotten more comfortable, uh, people are starting to get vaccinated now. Um, there's been a lot more folks coming up to the mountains from the city to run and stuff. So I've had a little bit of that, but yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty tough. I mean, the again, the, with the running community being so important to me and that just kind of like, in person, you know, shutting down. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. You know, talking about community and when we first started discussing like group runs and stuff like that and how we got into running community seems to be a thing. Like, you know, we both kind of mentioned yeah. in common quite a bit. And I know it means a great deal to you 
but I, I wanted you to maybe elaborate on, um, once you got into trail running, like where's that led you, you know, from just participating, you know, what other things are you involved with, with trail running that, you know, kind of from when you first got involved with it, kind of what was the track? What was the, your exposure to it and where is it gone? Uh, it's, it's gone. It's gone all over the place. I, I, I so I, I sort of have an all or nothing kind of personality. And, um, so, you know, I started off running again, like I said, it was, you know, it was originally, I was just trying to get into shape and, you know, get healthy again, never going to enter a race. You know, I ran a, I finally entered a 5k, like a turkey trot or something. Cause I thought it would be, you know, be fun. Um, through actually through the course of, of I kind of being involved with the, the, um, the charity running event, I, I met some, some of the coaches, one coach in particular, uh, she was a, she was kind of a fixture in the trail running community here in Georgia for a long time. She's, she's since moved, moved along to other things, but, uh, she, the first time I met her, she was talking about running hundred mile races and I was like, that's like, really? That's ridiculous. You know, like people don't run hundred miles. Never, you know, just ne- the, the whole ultra running thing was just completely off my radar. So, it, you know, it sort of took me in that direction. Um, I got pretty involved with just, you know, volunteering at races and trying to support races and support the race directors here as much as I could. Um, that eventually evolved into some, some more formal work in the race world. Um, and eventually I guess at the time I started running, I was, uh, I was, I was in the tech business. Um, been in the tech business for a couple decades um, was working as a consultant and I made a decision to sort of shift my, you know, shift my time and my, my resources into, you know, I, I still, I still, uh, you know, still, still kind of in the tech world. Uh, I see that that's sort of my, my craft. Um, but you know, now I'm trying to, instead of, instead of consulting and, and working in the client services space, I'm trying to build products for, for our community. And that's, that's kind of my goal. Group run finder is a big part of that. It's just, it's just a piece of that. Um, there's a, you know, there's a bigger, bigger master plan. Um, but it's also led me down some other unexpected paths. Um, you know, I ended up, ended up going to, um, going to EMT school in Wyoming, became a wilderness EMT, um, primarily because I saw, kind of a, a, I don't know, a little bit of a gap there in terms of, you know, spending all of this time in some, you know, some pretty remote areas uh, on some of these races and feeling like, and I've seen some, I've seen some really bad injuries in the back country and, and just feeling kind of helpless. And so a big part of me making that transition was like, Hey, I, just, I feel like, I feel like I, I'm sort of duty bound to know what to do in these situations. And trying, you know, with a goal of helping teach trail runners, like, Hey, you know, you need to know CPR, you need to know first aid, you need, you need to know what to do when you run down a hill and there's someone that's got, you know, an open fracture in their arm and they're, they're bleeding out. Right. Like, and I've seen that. Um, and I didn't know what to do. This was before. So it kind of led me down that path, which then turned, you know, materialized or turned into some other things. 
um, some, some guiding work and things out, out West. So it's, it's kind of gone in a lot of really unexpected directions. Um, yeah. That's really cool. I know, um, from going to those group runs myself when I was new at it. Right. Um, I remember hearing people talking about hundred mile races, but I remember not quite understanding what they're talking about. Um, in Ohio, one of the really big races in Ohio is called the burning river 100. Yep. And I remember going to these group runs and sitting around, uh, in the Cuyahoga Valley national park, there is a golf course that has since shut down and they had kind of a cabin, like a log cabin where it was the clubhouse and where golfers would have beer, but they would stay open late <laughs> for us to have our trail runs and, and nice. have, a our ragtag gang of people come uh, be dirty and stink up the place. <laughs> and I remember not knowing anybody's names, but hearing them talk about burning river. And I actually thought they were talking about burning man. And I thought like, wow, <laughs> like these crazy ass trail runners, they're wild, man. They're going out to the desert doing this weird shit. They must all go together and they're talking about how they're training for it. <laughs> and it made sense. You know, they're talking about hallucinations and being out there all night. What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I thought they were talking about Burning Man because I really had no idea. There, and, there is a there's a 50K Burning Man, right? Is there really? Yeah, there is. Oh gosh, I would want to do, I, I would do that. But <laughs> so it's, you know, it kind of, yeah, I was like listening in and, you know, hearing about like ultras and stuff like that. And, you know, it was the, the cool kids talking about it, you know, and, or, you know, in, in my eyes, the interesting, cool people. And, and I remember like seeing this certain sparkle in their eye and like, I wanted to know what that was too, you know? And the head of the group run, uh, his name's Jim Christ. And I remember him telling me that, you know, he saw that I was getting into it and he thought I might be interested in going to this film festival that came around. And so I had gone and I met James Varner there and it was the trails in motion film festival. And, and that's where I, I remember not knowing anybody except for Jim, the head of the group. And, and now, you know, looking back, I, I probably know everybody who's in that room now. <laughs> and, you know, I had gone and, and Chris sitting in that theater. I remember watching a film about a race that they had on Orcas Island. And I didn't know their hundred mile races. You know, like I said, I thought everybody was talking about Burning Man. <laughs> and I didn't know about hundred mile races and I didn't know about mountain races. I didn't know about that kind of thing. And watching that movie about Orcas Island, I knew sitting right there and I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew that I wanted to be a mountain runner and I wanted to run a hundred miles and I wanted to run Orcas Island. And like, you know, just from that, everything changed, you know, and, and being so inspired like that from watching movies sure. from this group run that, you know, we all, well, our running group all met up at this film festival. I started my own film festival. Um, to encourage folks to to make movies like that and tell their stories and and for people to come bring their families and and you know um, I started volunteering a whole lot more to learn Our, ours is a sport of mentorship sure. and there's a lot of people who know a hell of a lot more than me that have given me um, tips and things like that yeah since then uh, one of the people in that movie is Lee Connor 
I didn't, at the time I didn't know who the hell she was. And now she's one of my very best friends in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, um, I got to go run Orca's Island with Lee and, uh, become a mountain runner, you know, <laughs> and, uh, it, it was kind of like, I, I figured out what I wanted to do when I grew up. And that was, you know, that, and it doesn't have to make a whole lot of sense. Like I said, we're, we're growing up people who run through the woods and eat snacks and, and kind of help each other out. But to me, it's everything. And it too, like, you know, being a part of this community and, and how that grew. And, you know, I started volunteering more and with that comes uh, trail work opportunities and stewardship, right. And being yep. able to do trail building stuff and helping other folks realize their dream of whatever that was. And doing so were, you know, like, like it didn't, I, I didn't care. Like I, you know, I didn't care about getting credit or being recognized for whatever. I just wanted to be a stranger in the crowd, like helping somebody out uh, and being in service of them and their goals. And that has been like my favorite thing to do, but what it all has kind of gotten and, and maybe I'm kind of gushing a little bit is <laughs> for the first time in my whole life, Chris, like I felt like I belonged somewhere. Right. And that community that I'll bring it back to again, like, like there's something special about trail running and especially ultra trail running where it, it, it really is free of judgment and it's so accepting and like, you, you don't really, there's not a space for being an asshole. And, and if you are an asshole, your friends call you out on it <laughs> and then you do better, you know? And it's just for the first time in my life where I had gone through so much shit and felt like I didn't belong or felt out on my own. Um, I felt connection, connection to a community and I felt a part of it. And to me, it, that's been everything. And that's, you know, like why every second of every, like all my vacations are planned around races and volunteering and, um, you know, what, what I, what I do in my, for fun is, is trail running, you know, but it's more of being part of that community and giving back to it. So, uh, not to like really amp up what group run finder can be or whatever, but I think that folks can be connected, you know, and find a home in it. Um, if you're not already going to a group run, like find one and go to it. If there's not a group run in your area, start one, but like to encourage community and fellowship and people that come together, I think is a really cool thing. And there's people doing, doing that now. We don't know about them because, you know, like we, we can't find their website or whatever, you know, like there's, (laughs) think about like how many really cool groups of people there are out there. We don't even know yet. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, ultimately that's my goal, right? I mean, yes, there's a, there's a need. I, I think I, I talked to, before I started building this thing, I talked to a lot of runners and group run organizers and things. And I, I, you know, I really do believe there's a need to, you know, search for a group run that's, you know, 5k easy pace, dog friendly, you know, no drop. Like I, I, I really do think that there's, you know, there's a, um, people want that, but ultimately this, this thing is about connecting folks and, and, you know, fostering that community. That's, that's really what it's about for me. 
So Chris, what do people need to do? Um, you know, how, how do people get involved if they have a group run? How do, how do they share it? Like, yeah. Uh, so as I mentioned, you know, I, I delayed the, delayed the launch of the mobile app, uh, just because of, because of COVID and, and, um, we're about to, we're about to, we're about to put that thing out there. Uh, we're launching the, the iOS app first. So it'll go into the app store first and then we'll follow up with an Android app uh, a few months after that. Um, we do have a website up right now. What I really, really need, uh, quite honestly, I need two things. Uh, well, really three. One, I need people to put their data into our database. Um, you know, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty extensive form. It, it doesn't take a lot of time to do, but uh, if you go to the website, there's a little. What little, is the website? We talked web, about it a lot. What is, the, is it? Gr- the website is grouprunfinder.com. Okay. Uh, there's a little. Uh, there's a little icon up in the top right. That's a little plus. Little plus symbol. If you click on that, it will take you to the form where you can add your run. Uh, it goes through an approval process, which basically means. I get an email and I have to go look and make sure everything's right. And then I publish that on the site. Um, and what I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a bit tricky because I, I need people to put their stuff in there so that the, you know, the app is useful. Um, it's a big ask, you know, because without having the app in place, but uh, I really, I really need people's data. Um, what kind of information is it, Chris? Do they just fill out a form about where it is and when it is, or do they need to upload like data from a run, like a file from the run? There's no, there's no data uh, from the run yet. That's something that's on the roadmap, but that, that's coming. But right now it's basic information. So the name of the run, you know, when does, you know, when does it start? What time, um, you know, what days of the week? Uh, and then we have a bunch of different um, just sort of metadata points about the run. So what's the distance? What's the gain? What's the pace? Um, you know, is it, again, is it walker friendly? Is it dog friendly? Is it no drop? That kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of that's optional, but obviously the more of that information you put in, the more useful it will be to your, to your, uh, you know, to your participants. Uh, so that's, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty simple form that gets submitted. Uh, we don't have the ability to upload, upload photos right now, but, uh, I do, I send, I send some emails out when, when things get approved and basically people shoot me their photos. I can put photos onto the runs. Um, but yeah, I, I just really need to get that, that data in there. So that's, that's, that's sort of ask number one. Uh, number two is, you know, it is, we are pretty new. It's a new app. It's, you know, we're, we're incrementally adding to this thing over time. Um, I need feedback, you know, tell me, I need people to tell me what they like, what they don't like, what's working, what's not working. Um, you know, ideas for features we can add things that they would find useful. Um, so that's, that's number two. And then number three, uh, if you, if you like what we're doing, if you believe in it, share it, you know, share it with your, share it with your friends in person, you know, tell, tell your, if you go to a group run and you know, your run isn't in there, let the organizer know, ask them to that, add it. Um, share I mean, it that sounds pretty media. easy to do though. Like us on it's Facebook. Easy, yeah. 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 Facebook, it sounds pretty easy. And there's a whole lot um, of group runs. Like we were talking about, there's a whole lot of them coming back. And I think there's even new ones that weren't there before. Um, you know, uh, 
who, who's, uh, who, who is this person? Like what kind of situations do you think that group run finder would be helpful? Like if people are listening to this and, you know, um, who, who might this give value to when you think of like, who's the customer kind of a thing? Yeah. Well, that's, a. there's a lot, there's a lot of different kind of customers as they were. Um, I think right now, initially, you know, as we're, again, we're, we're adding more and more, we'll be adding more and more features um, to, to the thing that goes on as time goes on. A lot of those will be directed specifically at organizers, you know, people that own running stores that are doing group runs. So, you know, those, those folks are definitely, uh, those are, those are definitely customers. And I say customers in, in a very generic like users. Yeah. Users. Yeah. We're not, we're not selling anything. I'm not charging people to, to buy the app or use the app or anything like that. Um, but then also, and this is, this is kind of the, the genesis of, of how or why I created this thing or really what, what made me, I'd been thinking about it for a couple of years, but what really made me kind of pull the trigger uh, a couple of years ago, I, I sold my house in Atlanta, um, gave away most of my stuff to charity and, and packed up the car and I lived on the road for about a year and I was traveling, traveling around, uh, running and I was trying to connect with other runners and running groups and not necessarily knowing like where the running stores were or what the, what the, you know, the local running clubs, I kind of had a hard time finding people to run with. Um, and so I, I think that's a big, uh, you know, a big segment of our users too are people who are traveling. So, you know, maybe you're, you're traveling on business, you're in an unfamiliar place, you're in an unfamiliar city, you're not really sure where to go. Uh, maybe you just moved somewhere new. Uh, you don't know what's around you. And so I, I see that as, you know, a big part of this is just people discovering those groups, you know, around them or in, in new places. You know, that's kind of, you know, I think about like, you know, going around traveling and I always try and figure out where the locals eat, right? right. Like where's right. the good food at? And a lot of times it's not the place that has a thousand reviews on Yelp or whatever, you know, that has the best food. And with this, with Group Run Finder, you can run like the locals do, you know, um, it's a similar thing. You can, you know, find, find the groups in the areas that know where the cool trails are and, and run with them and get to know people in a right. similar way. Right. Like it's because yeah. you yeah. I, you know, traveling around, you go to Chicago or whatever, or um, St. Louis, and you can Google like where to run in St. Louis. And maybe there's like an article from runner's world that says like, run downtown, <laughs> you know, like, um, that's not helpful. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's so common. But with this, you yeah, you can like run with the locals, you know, um, I think that's really neat. And aside from people who travel, like, like, I, I didn't even think of like fan life kind of people, right. But that is a lot of people have become very nomadic. These folks that live on the road or are doing that for a while, this is perfect for them to meet local like minded people. Um, or folks that are traveling for business, maybe they're a salesperson or whatever. Um, this last weekend in Boise, there was a lot of people here for some kind of insurance convention, you know, okay. <laughs> um, but you know, like if you're that person at some kind of convention, uh, break it up with, instead of sitting around in that shitty hotel bar after your meeting all day, go, go yeah. for a group run somewhere. 
the other thing that I think, you know, being a person who's new in a town and, and you've moved Chris and you've been new in town. I mean, I've been trying to find running groups in this area and where their group runs are at. And, and it's tricky. It's tricky finding like where they are and where they share it and things like that, because there's so many different places and ways they communicate. And while they're all open to having new people, um, it's hard to find them unless you know what you're looking for sometimes. So um, this would be really helpful for new in town folks. Um, and as we talked before about folks just new to the sport, right? Right. Um, I know sharing it with them, this is a great thing to share to friends. You know, um, I think you're, I'm just guessing that um, you're similar to me where if you meet somebody who's new into trail running or, you know, like, uh, I'm sure that you tell them about, you know, different things and, and where to find them, you know, like I find myself kind of like that kid at school that shows you around like where the lockers are and, <laughs> and things like, like that's always, I was so excited to have like new people and to share what I learned. Um, and this can be one of those things that you share with people like, Hey, don't, you know, don't forget to go on group run finder and, um, you know, find your local runs and stuff like that. That's just part of it. I think it's a really cool tool that you're building for our community, Chris. Like, oh, thanks. Thanks. Th- Ed. It's yeah. a big ordeal. Like, thank yeah, you. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 I'm glad you're excited that, that, um, that means a lot. It helps kind of validate the idea, but yeah. Yeah. I hope people, hope people use it. I hope they find it useful. I hope they, they really get something out of it. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. So everybody listening, go to grouprunfinder.com. And if you've got a run or you know about a run, um, put your run in there. But if you're listening to this, I'm sure you know about other people's runs, send them a link to it. Um, have them sign up or share it on Facebook. If your running club meets on Facebook and you have a bunch of stuff posted there or on a website, like uh, share a link to Group Run Finder in that group and encourage folks to put their own runs on there and together we could make this a big really cool tool um we're gonna take it over chris <laughs> we're hey, gonna... <laughs> hey, this, is, this is uh that's that's perfect you, yeah. you know um you guys tell me what you want and i'll build it <laughs> this is awesome yeah. so um thank you so much chris for taking time out of your morning and talking to me this morning i appreciate you thank you so much for having me yeah.